there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. We are on 1 Corinthians chapter number 1. 1 Corinthians chapter number 1. I hope you're not bored reading 1 Corinthians chapter number 1. Uh, uh, from verse 1 to verse number 3. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and sustains our brother to the church of God which is at Corinth to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus called to be saints with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ our Lord both theirs and ours. Grace to you and peace. We've been looking at peace. Peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We have been praying the peace of God. And since yesterday, we've been delving deeper and deeper, just talking about, you know, God's peace. We talked about the peace of heart, that we need to enjoy the peace of heart because sometimes our hearts can be troubled. But we can enjoy the peace of heart when we allow the Prince of Peace, when we allow Jesus when we allow the peace that he has left us with to flood our hearts. Then we looked at the peace of mind. You need to have the peace of mind because the mind is very, very important in the life of a human being. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. So your mind is very, very uh, important. And you see, when your mind is affected, you will not think straight. When your mind is affected, you will suffer. You know, mental disease, mental disturbances. That's why people say, I hear voices in my mind. You know, so that's why you need peace, the peace of mind, so that you can be able to uh, survive stress, depression, and mental disturbances. Because those are the things that are making people lose their mind, that you will not lose your mind. The peace of God will guard you. The peace of God will protect you so that you may not lose your mind. The Bible says in Philippians 4, 6, which we read, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, look at that, uh, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. And we prayed that the peace of God may guard our hearts, the peace of God may guard our minds. And we looked at how to activate this peace, which was to pray for personal peace. You have to pray for it. Number two was to be spiritual. You have to be this Christian who is committed to spiritual principles that are outlined in the Bible. You have to be a spiritual uh, a spiritual uh, believer, a person who practices the word of God. Whatever God says, that's what you do. Because God demands that we obey his commandments. He says, if you obey my commandments, I will love you and I will come and make my home with you. I'll come and dwell with you. When God comes to dwell with you, he brings his peace with you. Then we prayed about the mind. The mind must be focused on God because there are many distractions that do take our minds away from God. So your mind must be focused on God. You have to think about God. You have to meditate on God every now and then. Isaiah tells us in 26, verse 20, uh, chapter 26 and verse 3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And then number four, we said uh, you have to thank God. Now, I want to go deeper today. I hope you're ready to go deep. Are you ready to go deep today? I want to go deeper today. And we are going to look. I'm excited about what I'm about to share with you today. I hope you're ready. I'm so excited about it. 
because it's gonna to it's going it's going to revolutionize your life. It's, it's, it's powerful. I mean, when I was just studying this and I was praying about it, I'm telling you, God was speaking to me great things from this verse, and I want to share with you so that we can be able to pray. So I hope you're ready. I hope your spiritual appetite is up there. I hope your mind is set. I hope your heart is set, and you're ready to receive what God has in store for you. Today, I want us to look at the Prince of Peace, Jesus, the Prince of Peace. We want to look at Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. The Bible describes Jesus as the Prince of Peace. And I want you to understand something, that peace is not just inner calmness and serenity. Peace is not just, um, you know, what we experience internally but peace is actually a person and this person is jesus christ jesus christ is the prince of peace when you look at isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 to 7 isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 to 7 the bible says for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace and of the increase of his government and peace look at that the increase of his government and peace there will be no end upon the throne of david and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forever the zeal of the lord of hosts will perform this so we can see that here jesus has been described as the prince of peace so uh, Peace is not just that calmness that we feel inside, the serenity that we feel in our hearts and in our minds, but peace is actually a person. Peace is actually Jesus. Now, when we examine the word prince, it is obviously a royal term, and that word has to do with royalty. It has to do with kingship. That word it has, it's a title of royalty. So if he's the prince of peace, so that means he has authority to command peace in every facet of our lives. In verse 6 of the of the of, of, of chapter 9 of the book of Isaiah, the Bible says, the government shall be upon his shoulder. So that means he will wear the mantle of authority and he will have sovereignty. He will be a ruler who has authority to be able to command peace in every uh, situation. He, he will have the authority, he will have the mandate to be able to command authority, uh, sorry, peace in every life and in every situation. Then verse 7 says, of the increase, the government of Jesus is increasing day by day. Of the increase of his government, there will be no end. So that means that his government is everlasting, his authority is everlasting, and whatever he commands will be everlasting. If he commands peace, then peace will be everlasting. If he commands peace in your heart and you believe it, that peace will be everlasting. It will be an everlasting peace in your life. It will increase and it will never, ever end. That tells me something, that if you really believe in the Prince of Peace and you allow his peace to, uh, to flow in your heart and to guard your mind, let me tell you, regardless of what happens in your life, the peace of God will still be there to guard your heart and to guard your mind. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I'm so glad that I serve a God who is the Prince of Peace. His name is Peace. Jesus is the embodiment of peace. 
So peace is not just that calmness, but peace is a person. Jesus is the embodiment of peace. If you have Jesus, let me tell you, you have access to peace. If Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life, you have access to peace. If Jesus uh, rules and reigns in your heart, you have access to peace. If Jesus is truly the Lord and the Savior of your life, you have access to peace. And so this afternoon, I want you to know that we serve a God who is the Prince of Peace. It is his name. It is his title. It is his designation. He is the Prince of Peace and he has the authority to bring peace in every situation in our lives. He has the authority. He is the embodiment of peace. He has the authority to command peace in every situation in our lives. Now, I want us to go deeper. Hallelujah. Can we go deeper? I want us to go deeper and look at something from the book of Mark. In the book of Mark, after a full day of preaching and teaching, because Jesus was an excellent teacher of God's word. I mean, when I read the parables, when I read how Jesus was teaching, I admire him. He was such a great teacher. He was a profound teacher. There was the grace to speak upon his life. One time he spoke until a woman admired the breast that Jesus sat from. I mean, Jesus was such an eloquent speaker. He was a, he was a great teacher of God's word. He taught and the multitudes could be able to listen to him. He, pro, he preached and the multitudes could be able to listen to him. One time he was preaching and people were able to make a difference between his preaching and that of the Pharisees. They said that Jesus speaks and he teaches like one with authority. That's how powerful Jesus was in his teachings. And I pray that we shall receive the grace, the grace that was upon Jesus, the grace to speak that was upon Jesus. I pray that it will come upon us as well in the name of Jesus. So after a full day of preaching and teaching to a crowd by the lake, Jesus told his disciples, let us go to the other side. And so the disciples boarded the boat and they were excited and they were crossing to the other side. And Jesus also boarded that boat and Jesus decided to go to sleep in that boat. And verse 37 to 38, this is what the Bible says. And a great windstorm arose and the waters beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? You see, here is Jesus in the boat with the disciples, and a windstorm arose, and the waves were buffeting their boat. Can you imagine you are just trying to cross over, you know, um, the sea to the other side? And here comes this great wind and the waves are beating on your boat. I'm telling you, be scared. There is a reason to be scared. I mean, you think uh, finally your time to die has come. And the disciples were there and water was filling the boat. Yet Jesus was asleep in the pillow. The Prince of Peace was in the same situation that they were in. But you can see that he was peaceful. The Prince of Peace was in the same circumstance that they were in, but you can see that he was experiencing peace. And no wonder they awoke him. I mean, when they looked at him, they saw their struggles. They saw that they were going to drown. They saw that they were going to die. And they looked at Jesus. It's like nothing was bothering him. He was just there. You know, they awoke him. And they said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? There are three things that I want us to see here, even as we get ready to pray. Number one, we see the storm. The windstorm arose 
and relentlessly beat the boat. I mean, I think it was almost, you know, disintegrating this boat because water started filling, you know, the boat. The winds, the waves were buffeting, you know, this boat. I think it was really, really getting damaged, you know, by this buffeting. And so water is started infiltrating the boat. Now, if you're in a boat and you're in the middle of the sea and water starts getting into the boat, you must be concerned. You have to get concerned. When you remember the movie Titanic, it was not the water outside the ship that sank the ship. It was the water inside the ship that sank it. So when water was getting into the boat, they got concerned because they knew that this is bad news. They knew that they were going to, they were going to die. Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is how we feel sometimes when the storm beats us up, you know, beats us up, you know, the storm is against us, the waves are raging against us. Sometimes we feel like it is going to be over. It is going to be over with us. We feel like, you know, our lives are coming to an end. The storm was buffeting this boat until water was getting into the boat. This was very, very serious. They were getting wet. Their feet were getting wet while they're in the boat. You see, when you're in the boat, your feet needs to be dry. But their feet were getting wet and waters were rising in the boat. And they got concerned because the storm was severe. If you're here and you're listening to me and the storm is severe in your life, I speak the peace of God over your life in the name of Jesus. May the Prince of Peace show up in your life and introduce peace in the name of Jesus. Secondly, we see the stress. We see the stress. The storm came up. And the disciples who were experienced fishermen, I mean, they had, they had done fishing for a very long time. They were familiar with the water. Probably they knew how to swim, you know. But when this storm came, they realized this one is big. This one, you don't joke with it. And so you can see stress in their lives. You can see stress on their faces. And that's why they woke up Jesus. I mean, they were so stressed and they say, I mean, we cannot deal with this stress alone. They had to wake up Jesus screaming over the squall because they could see that they were going to die. And look at what they are telling Jesus. Don't you care about us? Yeah? Do you not care about us? Do you not care that we are going to perish? The disciples started panicking when they saw that water was getting into the boat. They were under duress. They were under stress. They were depressed. Maybe some of them were praying their last prayers. And that's why they decided, you know, to wake up Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, these guys were experienced. These guys were experienced fishermen. And yet they faced a storm. Look, experience in something does not exempt you from the storm. Let me say that again. Experience in something does not exempt you from the storm. All of us will face storms. All of us will go through difficult times. All of us will face, you know, the wind, the waves buffeting our boats. These guys were, were, were experienced. They have, been they have been fishing for a very long time. But this storm, this one was different and it introduced stress in their lives because they thought they were going to die. Are you stressed today? Do you feel like your life is coming to an end? Do you feel like things are not working for you? Are you under duress? You know, are you under stress? You know, is your mind compressed in a way? The Prince of Peace is in your boat. The Prince of Peace 
is going to introduce peace in your life in the name of Jesus. Do you feel like, you know, your boat is almost capsizing? Do you feel like your investments are being wiped out by the COVID-19 effects? Do you feel like your marriage is going to collapse? Do you feel like your career is coming to an end? Do you feel like your ministry is stagnated and it's not moving the way you expect it to move? I want to speak the Prince of Peace in your life, the Prince of Peace in your situation. When you allow the Prince of Peace to come in your situation, he's going to relieve you of your stress in the name of Jesus. May the Prince of Peace show up in your situation to relieve you of every stress in your life in the name of Jesus. May you receive the Prince of Peace. May you receive the Prince of Peace in your house. May you receive the Prince of Peace in your life. May you receive the Prince of Peace in that situation that is turbulent in your life in the name of Jesus. Then number three, we see the Savior. And this is where we are going to dwell on. We see the Savior. We have seen the storm. We have seen the stress that was clearly, you know, printed on the faces of the disciples. And now we, are, we want to look at the Savior. The Savior was in the boat. The very same circumstances that the disciples were faced with. The Savior who is Jesus. The Savior who is the Prince of Peace was together with the disciples in the same circumstance, in the same situation. I'm so glad that our God is not detached from us. I'm so glad that our God is with us in our storm. I'm so glad that Jesus is with us in our storm. He is in your boat. He is in your mess. He is in your pain. He is in your disappointment. He, he is in your brokenness. He, he is in your stagnation. He is in your boat that is now wet, filled with water. Jesus is with you right where you are. He is in your mess. He is with you in your mess. He is with you in your situation. He is your savior. Hallelujah. The disciples were stressed, but they had a savior with them in that boat. The storm was real and it was buffeting the boat, but there was a savior in that in that boat of theirs. Yes, the windstorm was real. Yes, the wind were buffeting, you know, their, their boat. Yes, it was so real. They were almost going to be destroyed by God that the Savior was there with them. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to give God praise because of the Savior that is with you, regardless of what you're going through. I'm so glad that the Savior is with me. I'm so glad that the Savior is with us. I am so glad that no matter what I'm going through, I might be in the middle of a storm. It is so severe. Uh, the winds are so severe. They are blowing. The waves are beating my boat, but I'm so glad that the Savior is with me. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that the Savior is with us. The Savior was in that boat. I want somebody to be reminded today that Jesus is with you. He says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Yes, sometimes you might feel like he's not with you, but he is with you. He is in your boat. Somebody ought to be excited and somebody ought to be encouraged this afternoon that Jesus is with you. That storm that you're going through that has introduced stress in your heart, I want you to know that Jesus is with you. That storm that has introduced
introduce stress in your mind, I want you to know that Jesus is with you. The Savior, the Prince of Peace is with you in that mess that you are in. Somebody ought to shout a big hallelujah. I wish you were here. I could have told you to give somebody high 20 and tell them that Jesus is with you. No matter the storm, no matter the stress, Jesus, the Savior, is with you. He's with you in your house. He's with you in your mess. He's with you at the place of work. He's with you while you're driving. He's with you while you're shedding tears, while tears are rolling down your cheeks. He's with you. He's with you to strengthen you. He's with you to release his peace as the Prince of Peace so that you may be able to survive that circumstance or that situation that you are going through. Hallelujah. He is with me. Somebody needs to type in the comment section right there that Jesus, the Savior, is with me. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is with me. Jesus, the Savior, the Prince of Peace, he is with me in the name of Jesus. So the boat was swamped, but Jesus was in it. And Jesus is a picture of peace because he's the Prince of Peace. Look at the disciples. I mean, they are stressed. Look at them, you know, trying, maybe some of them were trying to remove water from the boat. You know, some of them were crying. Some of them, you know, maybe, you know, their hearts were racing. Their minds were, their, their minds were racing. Some of them were thinking what's going to happen to their families. Yet Jesus was asleep. They were in the same circumstances, same situation, same danger. Yet Jesus was asleep on a pillow in the stand. And there are several things that I want us to examine here closely. And then we're going to pray. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus was in the stand. The Savior was in the stand asleep on a pillow. And this is a picture of peace. He was in the stand. Somebody say the stand. Asleep. Somebody say asleep on a pillow. Jesus was in the stand asleep on a pillow. And this is a picture of peace. That tells you, remember what I told you, that peace is not the absence of war. When the Prince of Peace shows up, even in the middle of chaos, you can still experience peace. Hallelujah. In the midst of this storm, the Savior was asleep. Hallelujah. In the midst of this storm, the Savior was at rest. In the midst of this storm that was threatening, the prince of the threatening the lives of all these guys who were in the boat, the prince of peace was enjoying peace. And I want us to look at the Savior who demonstrated peace in three ways in this situation. And then we are going to pray. Oh my goodness, I'm excited about this. Are you excited about this? It is going to be powerful today. Oh, you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. The first thing that we see how the Savior, who is the Prince of Peace, demonstrated peace is he was in the stand. The Bible says he was in the stand, S-T-E-R-N. He was in the stand. The stand is the rear end of a boat. Please follow me because I'm going to share with you profound things today. The stand is the rear end of a boat. This means he was not at the helm of the boat. He wasn't commandeering the boat. He was not steering the boat. He was at the rear end of the boat. You see, to be asleep at the... To be asleep at the wheel is negligence, 
but to be asleep in the stern is trusting. I'm going to say that again. To be asleep at the wheel is negligence, but to be asleep in the stern is trusting. To be asleep when you're supposed to be steering the boat, it is negligence. You don't want, you know, somebody who is driving to fall asleep. I mean, it, it will be negligence. You, you will crash. There will be an accident, isn't it? But to be asleep in the stern is trusting. Where Jesus was at the rare end, I mean, at the rear and he was asleep. It simply showed that he was trusting in a higher power. Jesus was not at the helm, at the uh, at the helm of this boat. You know, at his at this perilous time, he was not at the helm, commandeering. You know, this boat. Jesus was simply along. He was simply along for the ride. He was simply going with the disciples. He was simply flowing with them. He was not commandeering the boat. There was somebody else who was in charge of the boat. And when this person ran into, you know, the storm, they started panicking. But Jesus was resting in God. He was in the stand, but resting in God. He was trusting that the God of heaven, the God of the earth, the God of the sea, the God of the storm will take care of him. Ladies and gentlemen, peace in our lives begins when we let the Prince of Peace be at the driving seat of our lives. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Peace in our lives begins when we let the Prince of Peace be at the driving seat of our lives. We must choose to rest on his wisdom. We must choose to rest on his power. We must let him lead. We must let him guide. Jesus was resting in God because he knew that God was in charge of his life. You know, many people don't let God lead them. Many people don't want to let God order their steps. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man, they are ordered by God. Many people want to lead themselves. Many people want to be at the helm of everything. Many people want to lead, you know, the boat, drive the boat, you know, commandeer the boat. And sometimes we do that and we find ourselves in a storm. You know, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 14, for as many are as, uh, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, those who are guided by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So if God is leading you, no matter what you face, you will not have a troubled heart. I need to say that again. If God is at the helm, he's the one leading you. No matter what you face, you will not be troubled. Your mind will not be troubled. You will still be at peace. But if you lead yourself the way many times we do, if you lead yourself and you land in trouble, you will be troubled indeed. Let me say that again. It's a profound statement. If you lead yourself the way many of us do, then you land in trouble. You will be troubled indeed. You see, Jesus was not commandeering this boat. He was sleeping. He was in the stand, the rear end of the boat, because he had entrusted his life into the hands of God. He knew that God was in charge of his life. He knew that God will not allow anything, you know, to happen to him. He knew that God will take care of him. And so he trusted in God. We must tell Jesus to take the wheel in our lives and lead us. We must allow God to lead us. We must allow Jesus to lead us. We must allow the Holy Spirit to lead us because when God leads us, no matter what we face, our hearts will never be troubled. When God leads you, no matter what you experience, your heart will not be troubled. You see, the disciples were the one commandeering this boat. And when they drove or they drove it into, you know, the headwinds, when they found themselves in this wind, 
yeah, windstorm, they started panicking, they started crying, and they had to go and consult Jesus. When Jesus leads you, when God leads you, no matter what you face, the peace of God will still be available in your life. That's why this year, Ladies and gentlemen, we have decided to start, you know, with God. We want God to go before us. We have suspended everything. We have suspended all the programs. I mean, the things that we wanted to do because we want God to go before us. We are spending time in God's presence because we want him to lead us in the year 2023. We want him to go ahead of us and lead us. And when he leads us, we are going to experience peace. I prophesy over your life today, as you allow God to lead you, peace will be with you. This year, because we have allowed God to lead us, peace will be with us. This year will be full of peace. This year your life will be saturated with peace. This year your home will be saturated with peace. As you spend time in God's presence to pray and to seek him, you are allowing God to go before you. And because God is going before you, peace will be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's allow the Prince of Peace, to guide us. Let's allow the Prince of Peace to be with us. And as we allow the Prince of Peace to guide us, let me tell you, we shall be recipients of peace. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> Glory to God. Number two, how did the Prince of Peace demonstrate peace in this situation? The Bible says he was asleep on a pillow. Jesus was actually asleep. He was snoring. Hallelujah. He was asleep. He, you see, Jesus was in the same situation that the disciples were in, yet he was asleep on a pillow. To be asleep represents the following. To be asleep represent, to be in a, to, represents uh, one being in a state of top, torpid inactivity. When you are asleep, you're not active. You're not moving. You're not moving. You're not walking. You're not talking. Yes, you can talk. Yes, but you understand what I'm saying? You ain't an you are inactive in a way. When you are sleeping, you are resting. Number two is to rest. When you are sleeping, you are resting. Your body rejuvenates itself because you are asleep. You know, one time I was counseling someone, a lady who came to my office, you know, several years ago, and she was telling me, I am not able to sleep at night. She stayed awake the whole night. She could not rest at night. And she could hear how, you know, his siblings, how the people in that house she was living in were snoring in the night. But for as for her, she was not able to sleep. You know, she didn't have the ability to actually close her eyes and catch sleep. And it was taking a toll on her. She was depressed. She was lethargic. She was tired. She was, the, she, was, she, was, she was struggling, you know, with anxiety because she was not able to sleep. So sleeping is a blessing. Sleeping is a sign of peace. This lady was so troubled in her heart. She was so troubled in her mind that she was not able to sleep. She was thinking too much. You know, she was carrying a heavy load. No wonder she was not able to sleep at night. Sleeping is a sign that you are a recipient of, 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 of peace. When the Prince of Peace visits you, oh yes, you will be able to sleep. Hallelujah. If you are here and you can't sleep, may God's peace introduce sleep in your life in the name of Jesus. There are people who struggle to sleep. They cannot sleep well. They sleep for one hour and they wake up. They sleep for two hours and they wake up. Some cannot even sleep. They have to swallow sleeping pills. They have to swallow piritons every day, every night. They have to swallow something that can make them sleep. Let me tell you, when the Prince of Peace comes into your life, he will introduce 
uh, peace that will cause you to sleep at night in the name of Jesus. We are not sleeping because we don't have problems. We are sleeping because the Prince of Peace has calmed our minds and has calmed our hearts because sleep is a blessing. God is the one who created you to sleep. That's why your eyes have eyelids. At some point, they have to be shut so that you sleep, so that you rest, and so that you may be rejuvenated. People who don't have peace struggle to sleep at night. And because of that, they develop other complications. They fall into depression. They, they, they struggle and grapple with anxiety. I mean, they have... They're having issues with their minds and with their hearts. I pray for you today that may God give you sleep and you may sleep soundly in the name of Jesus. Claim that promise in the name of Jesus because there's somebody here you struggle to sleep. And some people here are light sleepers. You're not supposed to be a light sleeper. You're supposed to sleep and rest and forget about yourself and release yourself in God's hands and let God take care of you. Let God take care of your life. In the name of Jesus. I remember one time we woke up in the morning. In fact, it is our house manager who woke, up, who woke us up in the morning. And she was telling us, oh, they have taken things. They have taken things. She was panicking. You know, and we went to the living room and things had been stolen. I mean, and we didn't hear anything. I'm glad I didn't hear anything. You know, thieves came at night and took, you know, things in the living room. I'm so glad I didn't hear anything. Let me tell you, sleep is a blessing. You have to ask God for the peace that can make you go to bed and sleep like Jesus. Trouble is there, problems are there, challenges are there, but when you get into your duvet, I'm telling you, you may sleep soundly so that you may be able to rest in Jesus' name. I speak the prince I speak the peace of the Prince of Peace to introduce sleep in your life in the name of Jesus. May the Prince of Peace introduce a deep sleep in your life in the name of Jesus. From tonight, may you sleep well. Hallelujah. I speak to anyone here who struggles to sleep at night. I prophesy and I decree from tonight you will sleep well in the name of Jesus. May you sleep well. May you rest in the name of Jesus. May your children sleep well. May your happy sleep well. May you sleep soundly as well. May your wife sleep soundly at night in the name of Jesus. Sleeping well is a sign of peace. Resting at night well is a sign of peace. And may that peace come upon you. Jesus slept on a pillow. He enjoyed sleep while the disciples were toiling and struggling. You know, Jesus was enjoying his nice sleep. If they didn't woke him up, he could have slept through the storm. Hallelujah. May that be your portion as well in the name of Jesus. That things will not bother you until you lose your sleep. Challenges will not bother you until you lose your sleep. Issues will not bother you until you, you, you lose your sleep. The ministry will not bother you until you lose your sleep. The devil is a liar. I decree that the Prince of Peace is releasing peace to make you sleep soundly in the name of Jesus. I prophesy and decree over your life that the Prince of Peace will bring peace in your heart, peace in your mind that will make you sleep soundly and rest and wake up strong and rejoice rejuvenated, ready to face the day in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive the peace of the Prince of Peace to make you sleep and rest in the name of Jesus. Can we go a little bit deeper? This is getting good. You see, when you look at Adam, 
Adam was worried about a companion. Adam was worried about a wife. The way many singles are worried, the way many singles are lonely and depressed. Adam was lonely. He was stressed because every animal had a wife. Every animal had a husband. Every creature had a wife, had a husband. But Adam was lonely. What did God do? God said in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. God even saw that Adam was not happy. He was stressed. He was lonely. He was shivering. He was feeling cold at night. He didn't have a companion and it was getting to him. I mean, he looked around. You could see the lion with his wife. You could see the elephant with his wife. You could see the cricket with his wife. You could see the monkey with his wife. And Adam was lonely and it was getting to him. And God could see that this guy is stressed. This guy is lonely. So what did God do? Verse 21 to 23. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. Hallelujah. It was a deep sleep. May God bless you with a deep sleep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody who has not been sleeping well received deep sleep because it's a sign of peace from the Prince of Peace. And he gave him deep sleep and the guy slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. When you sleep, goes God, God goes to work. I need to say that again. Hmm. When you sleep soundly, God goes to work. When this peace introduces sleep for you to rest, it gives God permission to go to work. I speak to every single person here who has been worried about marriage, worried about a partner, life partner, worried about who is going to marry them. I pray that may God introduce deep sleep through the peace that comes from the Prince of Peace in your life, that he may be able to do his work in your life in the name of Jesus. I speak speak to every single dude here. I speak to every single damsel here who has been worried. You know, let God do his work. May you accept the peace of God. And when you go to bed, may you sleep so that God may do his work in your life. As you rest, God will work. But if you stay awake, no, what are the two of you doing? You are awake. God is also awake. He's the only one who neither sleeps nor slumbers. If you stay awake, then it's like you also want to continue working. But God wants you to rest. God wants you to sleep. God wants you to enjoy sweet sleep so that he may go to work. Hallelujah. I prophesy that every time you go to sleep, May God work on your behalf. Every time when you go to rest, may God work on your behalf. May God fashion things. May God build things. May God, you know, make things for you. May God put together things for you in the name of Jesus. So that when you wake up in the morning, my goodness, you will see what God has been doing while you were asleep. I prophesy over every single dude here, ever every single damsel here, that as you rest in the peace of the Prince of Peace, may 
May God fashion a spouse for you. May God fashion a husband for you. May God fashion a wife for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Psalms chapter 127 and verse 2. This is what the Bible says. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For, for so he gives his beloved sleep. When you look at that verse, it shows that this man is not sleeping. That why, that's why the Bible says it is vain for him to rise up early and to sit up late. So he stays up to very late and then he wakes up very early. He stays up to very late and wakes up early. So that means the time for him to sleep is very short. The Bible says it is vain. It is God who gives us sleep. I pray today that may you enjoy the, the sleep that comes from the peace of the Prince of Peace in the name of Jesus. Enjoy that sleep that can only be procured by the Prince of Peace. Jesus slept on a pillow. I pray that you will sleep as well. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of turbulences, in the midst of all these uh, winds and waves that were beating the boat, Jesus was able to sleep. I pray that we'll also enjoy sleep in the name of Jesus. You will enjoy physical sleep, yes, to be rejuvenated as a human being, but also you will enjoy divinely induced sleep so that God can work on your behalf in the name of Jesus. Woo! Glory, glory. Number three, because we have to pray today as well. How did the Prince of Peace demonstrate peace? Number one, we have seen he was in the stand. Number two, we have seen he was asleep on a pillow. And number three, he rebuked the wind. When they woke Jesus up, he dealt with the turbulence. He dealt with the storm. The Bible says in verse 39, he arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. He spoke authoritatively. Remember, the government is upon his shoulders. He spoke authoritatively to the storm, and it did obey him. The storm in your life has ears. That sleeplessness in your eyes, in your life, has ears. The storm in your family, the wind, the waves that are beating your boat, they have ears. You must speak to that storm. You must rebuke that storm. You have to silence that storm. Peace will not just fall on your lap. I need to say that again. Peace will not just fall on your lap. You must be like Jesus. You have to rebuke that storm. You have to rebuke the storm that is buffeting your boat. You have to silence the wind that is buffeting your life. You have to speak to that windstorm that is against you, that is buffeting your life. You have to speak authoritatively against it because every storm has ears. It will listen to you if you speak in faith. Jesus spoke in faith. Jesus decreed in faith. Jesus spoke authoritatively to the storm and the storm died down. And the Bible says there was a great calm. There was peace. In the midst of turbulences, Jesus introduced peace by silencing the storm, by speaking to the storm, by rebuking the storm until the storm had to give in to his demands. Today you must speak. Every storm in your life, you have to speak to it. 
Every windstorm in your life, you have to speak to it. Every wave that is buffeting your boat, you have to speak to it today. Every wind that is contrary to your success, you have to speak to it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Today, don't be quiet. Today, don't shut your mouth. That storm has to hear your voice. That wind has to recognize your voice. That, uh, that wave that has come against you, it has to hear your voice today in the name of Jesus. You have to speak to it. You have to speak to it. You have to rebuke it the way Jesus rebuked the windstorm that was buffeting the boat that he was in until there was a great calm. Are you ready to pray? I want us to pray quickly in the name of Jesus. We are going to pray that we may receive sleep. I want you to pray that God may bless you with sleep, that you may sleep soundly. It is a sign of peace. Hallelujah. It is a sign of, because when you sleep and you allow Jesus to take the wheel, I'm telling you, he will work. God will work. Yes, as you rest, God will work. As you let him take the wheel, he will work in the name of Jesus. Raise up your voice right now and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, begin to pray. There are people here who struggle with sleeping. Begin to pray that God will bless you, will bless you with the gift of sleeping in the name of Jesus. I'm not saying oversleeping, but sleeping soundly until you rest. God will give you that gift in the name of Jesus. Receive the peace from the Prince of Peace that introduces sleep in your body, in your life, in the name of Jesus. You will sleep in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Raise up your voice right now and begin to pray. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you for this moment that you have granted to us. I pray, oh God, for anyone here that struggles to sleep at night. I pray for anyone here that is full of anxiety until they are not able to sleep. I pray for anyone here that is troubled in their hearts and in their minds, that they cannot sleep at night, oh God. I pray for them today, oh God, that may the peace of the Prince of Peace introduce sleep in their lives in the name of Jesus. May the peace of the Prince of Peace cause them to sleep soundly, that they may be able to rest, that their strength may be rejuvenated in the name of Jesus. Father, you are able to do it because you said in your word that you give sleep to those that you love. I pray, O oh God, for every beloved of yours in this house, in this place, on this broadcast, who struggles to sleep, who struggles to close their eyes when they jump in their beds. They are stressed with many things. They are stressed and troubled with many issues in their lives. I pray today that may you release, may you release your peace that will activate sleep in their lives in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that they will let you, they will let you have control over their lives. Some of them, they don't sleep because they are thinking too much. They are thinking about their monies. They are thinking about their projects. They are thinking about their health. They are thinking about their future. Father, I pray today that as they sleep, may they let you work. May they let you move. May they let you, oh God, oh yes, work in their situation in the name of Jesus. Come on, raise your voice and pray for this peace in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Pray for this peace in your life right now in the name of Jesus, the peace of God, the 
peace of the Prince of Peace as Jesus, as Jesus was in the stand and allowed God to be in control of his situation. You are allowing God to be in control of your life. Jesus is taking the wheel in your life, the driver's seat in your life today that you may rest from your labors in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Jesus, 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 release, release your peace. The peace that introduces rest in our lives in the name of Jesus. Jesus, release your peace. Release your peace that will calm us in the night in the name of Jesus. That we may be able to sleep and our bodies may rejuvenate. Release your peace, O oh God, that will make our minds, yes, tell our bodies it is time to sleep. And we may actually sleep in the name of Jesus. Release your peace that will cause our eyelids to shut down and let our bodies rest in the name of Jesus. Release your peace, Jehovah God, upon every man, every woman that is full of anxiety. Release your peace upon every lady that is full of restlessness, that she cannot sleep well at night. Release your peace on any individual that is full of stress and anxiety. He is troubled in their hearts. They are troubled in their hearts, oh God, that they cannot sleep well. They have nightmares. They sleep for a very short time. Father, I pray that may you release your peace that will introduce sleep in their lives in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that your peace will activate rest in our bodies. Your peace will activate rest in our minds. Your peace will activate rest in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we shall sleep soundly. Our children will sleep soundly. Our spouses will sleep soundly. In the name of Jesus, release your peace right now. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Pray that God may release his peace. May the Prince of Peace release his his peace to allow you to sleep and rest in the name of Jesus. May the Prince of Peace release divine peace upon your life to cause you to rest, to cause you to sleep. Because those who he loves, he grants them sleep. May you be this person who is a recipient of sleep in the name of Jesus. Not over sleeping, but sleeping so that you may rest, so that you may rejuvenate, so that you may wake up in the morning when you're strong and you're fresh and ready to face the day in the name of Jesus. Like Adam, Father, there are people here who have been working day and night. They have been struggling day and night. They have not allowed you to work in their lives. But like Adam, I pray, may you introduce deep sleep in their lives right now in the name of Jesus. They need to sleep so that you may work. They need to sleep so that you may move. They need to sleep so that you may fashion something that they need. And Father, I pray may you introduce sleep like the sleep you gave to Adam that they may sleep soundly. May a deep sleep fall on them. May a deep sleep fall in their lives that they may sleep and rest so that you may be able to work in the name of Jesus. I pray for a young person who is not married and they desire to get married cause a deep sleep to come upon their lives that you may fashion a wife for them in the name of Jesus. I pray for a lady here who is single and ready to get married and they don't have a man who has come their way. I pray, oh God, for those type of people. I pray for that lady. Oh God, may you cause your sleep 
to fall upon her. May she sleep soundly and allow you to work on her behalf in the name of Jesus. I pray for any man here who has been rising up early and sleeping up late, worrying and eating the bread of sorrow, worrying about his business, worrying about his family, worrying about his future. I pray that may you unleash deep sleep in them. May they go to sleep. May they rest so that, oh God, you may work on their behalf in the name of Jesus. I pray for a pastor here who has been working very late and waking up very early. No time to sleep because he's worried and full of anxiety because of the church. Because the church is not growing, the church is not doing well. I pray today release your sleep for them to sleep and rest so that you may work behind the scenes in the name of Jesus. Everyone, oh God, who struggles to sleep, anyone, oh God, who struggles to rest and they are thinking is because of their power, is because of their might. Father, I pray that may they be recipients of peace from the Prince of Peace to cause them to sleep on a pillow like Jesus in the name of Jesus so that you may work in their lives, so that you may move in their lives, so that you may fashion something that they need, so that you may trigger forces that will grant what they desire in the name of Jesus. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Pray for the peace of the Prince of Peace to introduce sleep that will introduce rest in your life, in your mind, in your heart, in the name of Jesus. You will, let, you will rest. You will sleep well. You will rest. You will sleep well. You will rest. You will sleep well in the name of Jesus. Are you praying somebody? Are you praying somebody? Come on, raise your voice. I need to hear you in the spirit. I want you to connect with this prayer right now in the name of Jesus, in your office, in your car, in your bedroom, wherever you are in that room, wherever you are, come on, raise your voice and connect with this prayer right now. Pray, pray for the peace to introduce sleeper, supernatural sleeper, divinely induced sleeper, that God may be able to work. The reason why many of us, God has not been able to work because both you and God are awake and God, uh, you know, cannot work when you are awake. You have to sleep and let him work just like Adam. I pray that this peace will introduce, they introduce sleep to let you rest so that God may take over your affairs. God may take over your challenges. God may take over your stress. God may take over what you desire to be done. May God take over your project, even as you rest, even as you sleep, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We receive your peace. We receive your peace that introduces sleep in our hearts and in our lives. We receive your peace. We receive your peace. Prince of peace, release your peace in us. Prince of peace, release your peace so that we may behave like you. We don't want to behave like the disciples who were stressed, trying to row, trying to fight the waters that were filling the boat. We want to behave like you, Jesus, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of turbulences. We may experience your peace. We may rest. We may sleep. We may be calm. We may be relaxed. We want to be like you, Jesus. That's why we need your peace. Prince of peace, release your peace. Release your peace in every home. Release your peace in every life. Release your peace in every marriage. Here in the name of Jesus. Release your peace in every relationship 
relationship that is so strained. Oh, yes, release your peace, Jehovah God. Release your peace, Prince of Peace, in every life here that is broken in the name of Jesus. Father, there are people here who are worried about their projects. They are worried about their businesses. Release your peace. Jesus, release your peace. Prince of Peace, release their peace. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father, there are people here whose boats are being buffeted by the winds. Oh, Prince of Peace, release your peace in their lives right now. Now, in the name of Jesus. Father, there are people here who are worried about money. Money is a big issue in their heads and in their hearts. It has even caused them, you know, it has caused them high blood pressure. Father, I pray through the Prince of Peace who is Jesus, release your peace over their lives. May they rest. May they sleep. May they rest. May they sleep in the name of Jesus. Father, there are people here, yes, their hearts are not beating correctly because of stress. Yes, their hearts have lost the rhythm. They are, they, they have lost, their heart has lost the rhythm because when they go to sleep, they can't sleep. They are worried. They have palpitations. I pray today, may you release your peace to cause them to sleep well and to rest in the name of Jesus. Father, there are people here who are constipated because they cannot rest. They are restless until their bodies are affected. They are restless until their bodies cannot balance sugar. You know, they have diabetes because of restlessness. They have all these heart conditions because of restlessness. I pray today, release your peace. Prince of peace, release your peace in their lives today that they may sleep well. They may rest well. They may be calm in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray through the Prince of peace who is Jesus, release your peace in every house. Their houses here which are troubled. Their houses here, oh God, which are troubled. Their houses here which are filled with anxiety. Their houses here that the water is filling those houses. The water of anxiety is filling those houses. The water of unsustained, of, of uncertainty and hopelessness is filling those houses. I pray today, Jehovah God, fill those houses with your peace. In the name of Jesus, their houses here, oh God, that the water, the water of fear is filling those houses. The water of fear is flooding those houses. I pray, oh God, release your peace right now. Release your peace. Prince of peace, release your peace in their lives in the name of Jesus. There are people here, oh God, who have debts which have made them not to sleep or rest easy. They have so many debts in their lives. They have debts left, right, and center. And these debts have taken away their peace. They have taken away their joy. They cannot sleep at night. They cannot sleep well at night. They cannot walk freely on the streets. I pray today, Jehovah God, release your peace through the Prince of Peace in their lives that they may sleep well. They may rest knowing that you are in charge of their affairs. In the name of Jesus. Come on, pray somebody. Pray somebody. Oh, yes, I need to hear you pray. I need to hear you pray right now. I need to hear you pray right now. Pray for this peace. Pray for this peace. You will have sleep. You will sleep well. You will sleep well. You will sleep well. You will rest. You will sleep well. You will rest in the name of Jesus. You will sleep well. We shall sleep well in the name. Like Jesus, we shall sleep in the stand on a pillow soundly in the name of Jesus. Jesus. 
because we know that God is in charge of our affairs. God is in charge of our lives. God is in charge of every step that we have to take. God is in charge of our future. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Oh my God, my God, my God. Oh my God, I release the peace of God. I release the peace of God in your life right now. In the name of Jesus, I release the peace of God in your house right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, may the peace that the Prince of Peace carries, may it flood your soul. May it flood your heart. May it flood your mind right now in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Number three, I want you to rebuke the storm. The storm has ears. Whatever storm you see in your life, I want you to rebuke it. Whatever wind is blowing, whatever wind is raging and buffeting your boat, I want you to rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever storm storm is against you, whatever storm is against your progress, whatever storm, whatever wind, whatever windstorm is against your joy and your happiness, I want you to rebuke it right now. I want you to fight it right now in the name of Jesus. And I want you to speak calmness in every stormy situation in your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, raise your voice and rebuke it. Rebuke it right now. Oh, yes. Rebuke it right now. I need to hear you. Take authority. Speak with authority. You have been granted that authority with the Prince of Peace. He has given you the authority. Rebuke that wind right now. Rebuke that windstorm right now. Rebuke that wave right now. We rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. That wave that is buffeting your boat. That wave that is rocking your marriage. Rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. That wind that is rocking your family. Rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. You have power. You have anointing. You have the grace to be able to rebuke it. It will hear you and it will stop in the name of Jesus because peace will not just fall on your lap. You have to fight for it. You have to fight for it. You have to fight for it. You have to fight for it in prayer. You have to rebuke it in faith. Are you rebuking it right now? Raise your voice and rebuke every storm. Rebuke that storm in the name of Jesus. It will not swallow your house. It will not swallow your home. It will not drown your family members. It will not drown your children. That storm of drugs will not drown your children in the name of Jesus. Rebuke it. That storm of rebellion will not destroy your children. Rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. That storm that has caused water to fill up your house. Rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. As you rebuke it. The water is subsiding. The water is subsiding. The water is subsiding in your home, in your house, in your life. In the name of Jesus, the levels are going down. The levels are going lower. The water is receding. In the name of Jesus, rebuke that storm right now. Rebuke it and cast it out of your life, out of your home, out of your finances. In the name of Jesus, rebuke it, rebuke it, rebuke it, rebuke it. In in the name of Jesus. Speak to it in the name of Jesus. When Jesus spoke to the storm, the wind ceased and there was great calm. As you're speaking to that storm, the wind will cease and there will be a great calm in your home, in your house, in your living room, in your marriage, in your family, in your business, in your finances, in your company. In the name of Jesus, as you rebuke that storm, a great calm will invade your life. I wish 
you lifted up your voice wherever you are. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Yes, I know your feet are wet, but you can still rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I know the waters have been rising and they have reached your, your ankle, but rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I know the waters have risen and they have gotten to the knee level, but you can still rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Some of us here, the waters have reached our waist. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Rebuke that storm in the name of Jesus. Some of us, the waters have gotten to our necks. We are barely breathing. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Some of us, the waters have reached our mouth and we are even struggling to speak. Rebuke it. Rebuke that storm right now in the name of Jesus. As you are rebuking it, the water levels are going down. 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 As you're rebuking that storm, the water levels are going down. As you're rebuking the wind, the water levels are going down. As you're rebuking the windstorm, the water levels are going down. As you're rebuking the waves that are buffeting your life, the water levels are going down. In the name of Jesus, I feel encouraged this afternoon to know that as I rebuke the, the storm, the water levels are going down. In the name of Jesus, as you are praying, I prophesy the water levels are going down. The storm is ceasing. The wind is ceasing. The storm is ceasing. The wind is ceasing. In the name of Jesus, the wind is dying down. The storm is being abolished. The storm is being destroyed. In the name of Jesus, as you are praying, the waters, the water levels are going down. In the name of Jesus, you will breathe again. You will soar again. You will grow again. You will build again. You will become again. Yes, in the name of Jesus, as the waters are going down, you will succeed again. You will rise again. You will do the work of the ministry again. You will preach again. You will sing again. You will love again. You will have a wonderful marriage. You will have a great family. You will have a wonderful home in the name of Jesus. Your business will do well. Yes, your calling will be clear in the name of Jesus. You will serve God again with clarity and with power in the name of Jesus. Rebuke that storm right now in the name of Jesus. Kadabashata. Mm. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Rebuke it, rebuke it, rebuke it. Rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Some of us, because of a storm, we close down a business. You will open that business again. This time, it will be greater. This time, it will be profitable. In the name of Jesus. Some of us, because of the storm of COVID-19, we close down our companies. But as you rebuke that storm. You will build that company again in the name of Jesus. Some of us because of a storm, we stopped serving God. But as you rebuke that storm, you are bouncing back. You will serve God again in the name of Jesus. Some of us because of a storm, it took away our joy. It took away our marriage. It took away our finances. But let me tell you as you are rebuking the storm, yes, God is giving you another chance. There will be a great calm the wind will cease. The wind will cease. The wind will cease. You will serve God again. You will rise again. You will rise in the anointing. You will rise in the wisdom of God. 
You will rise in the power of God. You will rise as a great leader. You will rise as a great anointed man. You will rise as a great anointed woman in the name of Jesus. The wind, the wind is dying down. The storm is dying down. As you rebuke it, something spectacular is taking place in your life. There will be a great calm. There will be a great calm. There will be a great calm. There will be a great calm in your life in the name of Jesus. There will be a great calm in your house in the name of Jesus. There will be a great calm in your family in the name of Jesus. There will be a great calm in your mind in the name of Jesus. There will be a great calm in your heart in the name of Jesus. There will be a great calm in your company wherever you were in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every storm. We rebuke every storm. We rebuke every storm. Storm. We rebuke every storm. We rebuke every storm against our lives in the name of Jesus. May you begin to rise. May you begin to rise. May you begin to rise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I want you to open your mouth and thank God for a great calm. A great calm. A great calm. Begin to thank God for a great calm. A great calm in your mind. A great calm in your heart. A great calm in your house. A great calm in your family. A great calm in your relationships. A great calm in your marriage. Begin to thank God for a great calm. That's what happened. There was a great calm. There was a great calm. When Jesus rebuked the wind, there was a great calm. Thank God for a great calm in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for a great calm in our lives today. We thank you for a great calm in our lives today. We thank you, God, because the wind has ceased. We thank you because the windstorm has ceased. We thank you because the waves have ceased. We enjoy a great calm right now in the name of Jesus. Enjoy that great calm. Walk in that great calm. Flow in that great calm in your life right now in the name name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory, Master. We thank you, Jesus, for doing it in our lives. Father, may we be recipients of the peace of the Prince of Peace. May we respond like him when we face a challenge in the name of Jesus. May we respond like him when we face a difficulty in our lives in the name of Jesus. I pray for everybody here that, oh God, we shall not succumb to the wind we shall not succumb to the waves. We shall stand strong because the Prince of Peace will release his peace upon our lives in the name of Jesus. I declare to you today that the wind has ceased. The waves have ceased. The storm is over in the name of Jesus. I need to say that again. I declare over your life that the wind has ceased. The waves have ceased. And the storm is over, over your life in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout a loud, thunderous, glorious, Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Whew, what a revelation. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Before you go, as our custom is, I want us to give an offering to the Lord. We are still giving peace offerings. Peace offerings, peace offerings. I want you to give an offering because the storm is over. Hallelujah. The storm is over. R. Kelly sang a song, the storm is over now. Yes, the storm is over. 
The storm is over. The storm is over. The storm is over. This is a word for someone. The storm is over. The storm is over. The storm in your family is over. The storm in your life is over. The storm is over. The storm is over because the Prince of Peace has invaded your life with peace in the name of Jesus. So take an offering right now and I want you to put it in that pay bill, 361-751. Remember, I told you we are using everything. We are praying, we are fasting, and we are giving our offerings. We are praying, we are fasting, and we are giving our offerings to the Lord. All things work together for good. We are engaging every key, every key, every key. And so don't murmur, don't complain, don't do it with a heavy heart because you will not be blessed. Do it joyfully. Hallelujah. Do it with all your heart and you will see the blessings of God upon your life. Take your offering right now. You know, send it to that pay bill 361751. I want to pray for you right now. Somebody can peel, pin that pay bill right there 361751 offering and the and the, and the and the account you can just mention offering, peace offering in Jesus name. Let me pray. Father in Jesus name, I thank you for the seed in the hands of your people as they sow this seed. May your blessings be upon them. Bless them indeed. Bless them tremendously. Increase them tremendously. May your hand be upon them. May you prosper them. And I pray, O oh God, that we shall experience the peace that Jesus demonstrated in the midst of a chaotic environment. May we also demonstrate this kind of peace when we are going through a similar situation in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.